How are we doing guys? Welcome to Fitter Food Radio. This is episode 148 and it's me, Matt Whitmore and Keris Marsden. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> On the 1st of June. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. You'll be 40 soon. White rabbits. Do you, do you do anything for good luck? Pinch and punch the 1st of the month. 1st of the month, yeah. yeah. Used to do that when I was like a, a child. <laughs> don't do it so much I now. do white rabbits still <laughs> I actually can't believe I woke up what is the white, whole white, what's the whole white rabbits thing I don't know I, don't I know it. it's the first thing you have to say on the first day of the month is to it? have good luck for that month I think really yeah but then I saw a magpie so I'm doomed anyway because <laughs> you saw one yeah you are quite superstitious you aren't I you I am don't walk over free yeah train hole things not yeah. train holes you know what I mean yep scared of breaking mirrors don't like odd numbers do you walk under a ladder no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I've never been really superstitious about those kind of things. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, you're 40 soon. <laughs> so, no, I woke up this morning, I was like, it's crazy to think. I don't even know where the last year has gone. I know everyone says that. I, no, but I, I really don't know where the last year has I gone. I don't know where 39 went and I'm well, nearly 40 and that's just crazy. Well, it's funny when you think back to like a, a particular... You know, like when you think of what you were doing last year, and of course, it's almost a year since we were in Portugal. Yeah. And that's, you know, when obviously you started having some mad symptoms with everything that's been going on with you. Yeah, and it's yeah. crazy to think that it's been nearly a whole yeah. year. Well, I said to you this morning, I was like, gosh, that means it's a year. Because I fell ill when we were kind of traveling and we were eating out and drinking alcohol abroad. And I don't. Well, the day that I kindly said something feels really wrong, I just feel really ill. We'd been out and had a big meal, loads of bread, loads of wine. And weirdly, I cannot have those things now no. because it reminds me of waking up feeling really sick in the night. And so I said to you, I was like, oh, my God, that means it's nearly a year since I've eaten bread. And nearly a year wine. since you've had any drink. Yeah. yeah. And loads of things, really. I haven't touched a pastry. I'm not like bragging. I'm just, I just couldn't face any yeah. of that stuff. She's like, don't get me wrong. I would love to smash <laughs> I would love all of it. <laughs> But part of it is like, I don't even think it would do me, I'd have any problems with it now. And I've even had some peanut m and so it's not yeah. like I've been, but there are certain things I can have and certain things that I cannot from falling ill. It's like when you're sick on something, you can never have it again, can oh, well, you? I don't think I could ever have a pina colada ever again. <laughs> one, one bad experience with them and that's it. Do you know what mine was? In fact, I, it took me a long while to even be able to have like, like the smell co- of it coconut or, or pineapple on their own because oh, right. it reminded me of it <laughs> too much we won't I, go there <laughs> I was really sick one night on a chips and gravy oh and that re- like, I can have it now but only certain took, types took a while yeah but also it has to be like it was my mum's homemade yeah. gravy and chips so I couldn't eat that for a while but you know you rubbish gravy like Bisto at school that was alright yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. it was weird but the smell of home cooked gravy <laughs> you do you just, it's natural for a long right? time but I'm not a big fan of gravy now you because I threw connection. up on it yeah so there you go but anyway you're only 40 soon <laughs> <laughs> breadless yeah the reason I keep saying it the reason I keep saying it is because Keris oh, is right. genuinely nearly 40 right but she's been saying that since she was 35. I'm nearly 40. I'm nearly 40, you know. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're 35. And then she just kept saying it, even when she was 36, 37. Whereas now you can say you're nearly 40. Yeah. It's legit. Most but- of my friends, like school friends, have actually skipped their birthday because obviously everyone had... This was the amazing thing about falling ill last year. We made no plans for my 40th because I didn't know if I'd be well enough no. to do anything. Well, it's a good job. But so I- many school friends had like trip of a lifetime planned and it all got cancelled and many of them have well, said... Well, I won't say what I had planned for yours. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You'd be devastated. That's <laughs> postponed. Yeah, whatever. Do you think I'm joking? <laughs> she thinks I'm joking. I'll tell her when the time's right. But many of them have said they're going to... And the thing is, I don't want to tell you. Well, no, because you could do it one day. It will still happen, just not on your 40th, unfortunately. I was going to say, they've all extended their 39th year for another year. And it's a bit like, you know, the clock's going forward and backwards. Like, who decides that? Someone decides it. Just completely changes time. So maybe we could all say, well, with lockdown, that year doesn't count. You can change your name. We get a bonus year in our life. You can change your name. Why can't you change your age? Well, yeah, that's true. What do you mean? I genuinely have some friends that do lie about their age as well. That's quite funny. Really? Yeah. Why? Just, uh, I don't know. I don't Some know. Some people are so funny about it, aren't they? I, like I don't care. have 37 for like five years. Because <laughs> I, I like, I know you're not 37. Because I mean, I'm, I'm 35 this year and I don't, I certainly don't feel 35. You know, I still feel as daft as I was. Yeah, same. You know, as when I was younger and, and, and whatnot. And I don't know, do I look 35? No, no, you don't. You don't at all. And I think what's quite nice is 
I don't mind saying my age because often people say I didn't expect you to be that age, but I think it's more about your kind of personality and energy. Do you <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? Like yeah. a, a, well, no, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm thinking like it's it must be quite nice when someone's like, oh, really? I never would have put you as forty. You know, you would have said like early thirties or something like that. But <laughs> someone could go. I definitely thought you were like forty-five. Right, you're forty. Like, really, that young? <laughs> <laughs> Have you had hard life? <laughs> I was going to say, there's so much to be said for less hedonistic lifestyles, definitely. Like, I've never smoked and things like that, so that, yeah. those things make oh, quite Of course, things, things do catch up with you. And I've yeah. always, even before I knew anything about sleep, have been an eight-hour person, always, always all my life. You, always like to kip. Yeah, whereas some people have always been like, no, no, I've been fine on four hours. Well, well, weirdly, I feel like I've turned back the clock a little bit during lockdown, because obviously I've not been getting up at four o'clock yeah. like I was before. And um, I said to you, didn't I, before the lockdown, I said, like, God, I just I feel like I'm ageing rapidly at the minute. And I think it was just a pure lack of sleep really kind of getting to me. Whereas fact, now, I think the ageing process affects you more than it affects me, which is interesting because today we're going to talk about body image, aren't we? What do you mean, the ageing process? You get more, like, wound up about having... When you get your crow's feet or you, your grey hairs appear and you, a couple of grey hairs have appeared in your beard. In my beard. And you get really, mind. like... <gasps> no, it's more that it's like... Um, because they're the first ones, I guess. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's yeah. not like I'm like, ooh, because I'm just like, you know, what is, it is what it is, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like when you see your first one, it's yeah. a bit like, whoa. It's like when you get your first pube. It's a big deal. <laughs> you like, things are happening. Wait till, you, wait till you get your first grey pube. <laughs> yeah, that's the next okay. step. You can keep that one to yourself. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to see it either. Thanks very much. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? What's going on? Well, today we're going to talk about body image, aren't we? Yeah, so that's and, and quite relevant in so a way, isn't it? It is all relevant. Because what I was going to say about you is you get, I think you reflect more on your physique and physical appearance when things aren't going well for you. When you're, when you're tired anyways, when, when you're kind of getting up really early going into London, yeah. when you're quite stressed, if the business isn't going how you want it to go or other things in life are stressing you, you'll look in the mirror and go, for God's sake, look at my grey beard. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's when I can well, see it bothers you the most. Like I everything's I going... I don't, I don't normally say it like that. <laughs> Slight exaggeration. Yeah, but you'll tag it on, you'll go, and I've got grey beard, and I've got grey beard. Got so, bags under my eyes. Yeah, that's it. Crow's feet. Yeah. Grey beard. <laughs> It's all going downhill. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, you get on that negative spiral about life yeah, generally yeah. and then you tag on, like, and, and I look like crap, like, yeah. at the very end of it. Like that's, of it. And then I think there are other times, and I've said the same thing to you in terms of body confidence, if I'm really enjoying what I'm doing, teaching or lecturing, whatever it might be, or enjoying writing a blog or we're in the middle of a book, I couldn't give a stuff about how I look and... It's it's almost like I, I, same as you. It's when I'm tired or when I'm in yeah. between uh, in between kind of projects. And we did I did a talk recently for our members because over lockdown there's lots of stats in the papers. Apparently, two in three of us have gained weight in lockdown. So you are starting to see that kind of the comments emerge again about physical appearance. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing it in our groups. We're kind of seeing it in our just you know general conversations, social media. People saying, oh, you know, I need to sort this out. And it's a the reason I started to do a couple of talks on it with the members is because it's just this really hard journey to manoeuvre through where sometimes you do have to take action and yeah. sort some stuff out. Of course. But it can't be done in this kind of torturous way that many of us have done no. it in the past. And that's why I think it's really good to know yourself a little bit better and know, I, I do I need to take action? Or am I just being really harsh on myself? Because mm. actually, I've done Sweet Fanny Adams work-wise <laughs> today. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got to, like stop and go because I will do that I'll be like I've been so unproductive and I'm fat you know and I'm not I'm no different to you yesterday no <laughs> but we had a joke didn't we <laughs> and I was still I've been talking to the members about find your trigger that makes you turn on yourself and I said like mine is definitely you know being around people that talk about this kind of stuff all the time and I, I joked and said like parents can be the worst for it and everyone yeah, agreed. Yeah. parents and grandparents just seem to feel the need to comment on this stuff all the time don't yeah. they because that's what their generation kind of does I think you know they've been they were the first to be really hypnotized by all the kind of the beauty imagery and the this is what you should aspire to be and you know the kind of first beauty magazines came out in the 50s and it went from there and mannequins all changed anyway I've kind of looked at the history of this because it's really interesting but just going back to like a, a visit to my mum's, I can leave and be fine. And then I got to my mum's and we we're doing a socially distanced meet and I drop off their shopping and we're all sat out in the garden and mum says, oh, you know, 
they normally go away abroad this time of year. And yeah. she's like, I'm having to order some shorts and bikinis for sunbathing because obviously neighbours can see us, you know, and they don't want to see my fat legs out, you know. It's not like, you know, because on holiday they have a private place. And yeah, yeah, of course. So that language just kicks in straight away. And I was like, Mom, pack it in, you know, your yeah. legs are lovely. And she's like, oh, they don't want to see my big fat legs, do they? But then she told me this story that was quite funny. And she said, do you know, the other day I fell asleep and uh, I woke up and a damsonfly had got trapped between my rolls <laughs> and drowned in my sweat. And just like, there I was, big fat rolls and there's a damsonfly. And, uh, and I said to you, like, it made me laugh, but it is this concert. I came, and I came home and I think I could find myself going, oh, my legs look a bit chunky in these shorts type thing. And then you you made a joke and said, you were slim when you left the house. What happened yeah. between there and coming you, back again? What have you been doing for the last few hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't that I was slim when I left house, but it, I wasn't really mentioning that kind of stuff. And I came back and I was suddenly going, oh, God, do my legs look awful in these shorts? I was second guessing myself because yeah. that's my default mode to go back to, well, if, and this is a big part of body image stuff, I think, is that we all think we know what other people think about us. Yeah. And so instantly I'm like, oh, are people thinking she shouldn't be wearing shorts that short type thing, you know? Yeah, but that's the thing, so though, you, isn't it? Like, you. you <laughs> I don't know. I, when it, with body image, it's always about. It's just always about how you see yourself at that moment in time, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like you when you made the comment about your legs. You know, it's like it's not like you say that all the time. No, no. It's just every now and again you might say something because just at that moment you're in that state of mind for whatever reason. And yeah. Where, what the trigger was, like who knows? It's always, I don't know your your perception of what other people are thinking yes yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you see what i mean like f- forgive me if i'm if I'm, I'm it makes sense in my head it's not really making sense when the words are coming out it is. but what i mean is is like we rely so heavily be it subconsciously or consciously on the opinion of others whether it's to define ourselves exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether, whether it is their actual opinion or whether it's what you think their opinion is yeah. without them actually <laughs> which is, which sharing it with you. It's even more messed up. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. But again, that just comes back to like how you see yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think like the sooner you can care less what other people think, you know, across the board, yeah. not, not just about how you look, yeah. you know, or, or whatever, but just generally. Yeah, you'll be th- liberated in so the, many ways. The from better, that yeah. Because I was just going to say... The reason I think it's helpful to kind of explore some of this stuff, I like when I talk about it, I say, kind of go back and look at your body image story because I was teased when I did start to gain weight kind of during puberty. And this is what the really interesting fact is like when I entered puberty, my mum was kind of going into menopause and we used to share clothes. And so suddenly my mum gets really skinny legs as women do kind of as they enter menopause. And I get like mine double in size and suddenly we can't share clothes and we shop together and I try and borrow some of her stuff and I can't get into it. And she's going, oh, you know, mum was always trying to be so supportive. Like she knew what to say, but she also didn't take into account the fact that I'm also watching. I've watched her all my life. So it wasn't about her dialogue with me. It was about her dialogue with herself that kind of influenced me. But anyway, like as you enter puberty as a girl, you get your bum, you get your thighs couldn't get into my trousers and then I got teased got a few comments you know you're getting your bum's getting big off my brothers and stuff like that you know thunder thighs and that sticks with you and it doesn't matter what size I've been you always kind of end up looking down at your legs going are they big are they big it's such a messed up thing mm. but you I, I called it um, body image conditioning where you almost got conditioned as in you went through a whole teaching process yeah you've got you've got this this is wrong with you this is wrong with you that's wrong and it doesn't matter how much you try and change it your brain is almost stuck in that initial phase but what's really interesting is over time as I've ended ended up kind of I did go into a spiral of like dieting as most teenagers do but then in adulthood start to maybe get a better balance and it's almost always correlates with how I'm doing career or academically or the the boyfriend that I had almost always like there's always parallels to how much balance I've got but if I and I kind of said when I was talking about this I've been almost as low as just seven and a half stone. I've gone up to almost 10 stone. So I've had quite a swing yeah. with my weight over the years. But 
across everyone just, there's always just this running commentary from everybody about it and if i actually try to please everybody i've had people say i look gorgeous at nine and a half stone and i've had people say i look amazing at seven and a half stone and if you try to please everybody yeah. you just explode <laughs> like physically like you can't yeah, yeah. you got you literally cannot please exactly all these people but it's got to be for you the, i mean that was the problem over time and I, i'd say it's now approaching 40 that i'm starting to figure out okay well what do i want to look like that feels comfortable because in some ways now that I've been through that conditioning process I'm never going to just let myself go and I'll always have a sense of pride about how I look and I'll, I'll always yeah. want my appearance to look a certain way which is why I get highlights done so yeah. this is quite interesting when we talk about it's body not, positivity not the no not a minute but it's about body positivity and things like that it's that it really is kind of linked in with other aspects of your your general confidence yeah. and your your kind of personality and happiness and things like that. And I think so. There'll be elements to which I feel I always like having highlights. That's that's something I feel comfortable yeah. with. You know, I've always now valued more kind of like fitness more than anything in health. I, you know, I want to be fit, healthy, pain free, yeah. and those types yeah. of things. But equally, I don't want to be trying to fight to get into my clothes all the time and then getting stressed that they're not going to fit. Yeah. So I know how to try and find. This is what I kind of think most people try and need to find this like comfortable weight that you can maintain really easily. But you can have some things that you love yeah. food wise. You can relax with your diet. I think tracking can be really helpful when you first get on that journey. If you need it, not everyone needs it. But if it if it's obsessive and it do- dominates your thoughts, I, d- I just don't think that that's the way forward. And I think what you probably need to revisit is like the bigger picture. Mm. Why are you always needing stuff to make you happy? Fill your fill the gaps in your life and that yeah. that type of thing. And I suppose a frustration. Sorry, and I'm going. I'm not really letting you talk here, but yeah, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a frustration that I have is if you look at the body positive movement, there's just so much conflict there. Like everything mm. else, whether you're blimming low carb or plant based, and we're getting the same with body positivity. And that it's all the extremes that step in and fight, mm. and they get really nasty with each other. So it's kind of like if you're even talking about wanting to lose weight and take pride in your appearance a little bit and make some changes then you'll you could be attacked by the body positive movement because especially as a female you should not be defined by your physical appearance yeah i totally agree with that but i also know there's a physical appearance that i feel comfortable happy with that's relatively easy for me to maintain yeah and then there's elements when i I don't feel like it's it's me it's not not, not the true me do you see what i mean yeah, so yeah. If I lose too much weight, it's not the true me. And if I gain too much weight, it's not the true me either. I'm fighting in both those extremes. One, I'm fighting to binge like an ovary and hide and escape. And that's not yeah. healthy. And another, I'm restricting. And you you and I have talked about this a lot. It's become such a difficult situation to discuss online without looking like you're judging or yeah. uh, or making people feel bad about themselves. And that's something that we've, we've really tried to stay in that middle ground of, but we still want health for everybody. We don't want people to be you know, in a high risk category in terms of their body composition yeah. and at risk of chronic disease. We think that's really important that you understand the risks associated with those things. Of course. But it's like, but it does work both ways, right? Like in terms of, you know, if you're, if you're massively underweight, yeah, you know, and, and malnourished yeah. and, and whatnot, you know, there are, there are risks uh, at play there as well. Totally, yeah, yeah. And I think something that we've learned over the years is that, whether you're overweight, underweight, or to everyone else, you look fantastic. We know that anybody of any shape and size, male, female, whatever, can have their demons. Do you know what I mean? And and despite what you see, despite what they say, despite what they share, we've been in this game long enough and we've met enough people to know that it's it's not always what meets the eye. No. that you're seeing and you're not necessarily getting the whole truth and I think that's what's hard with all of the the body image thing and the body positivity and things like that and because me personally I, I don't care what anyone wears you know if whether someone's overweight or underweight as far as I'm concerned they can wear what they want do you know, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that, when that, people are saying something is inappropriate for a certain size or... Yeah, yeah like yeah. it doesn't bother me because I've always been very open-minded and I'm like, you know, fair play to anyone who just rocks whatever they want to rock that day. Amazing, yeah. Do, do yeah. you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, But I know that not everyone is like that and people can, are very judgmental and people do make spiteful comments. But again, something else that I've learned is 
I, I, I can brush off any comment now about, you know, like the other, the classic one about my legs. And yeah. I, I, I make a bit of a joke of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm top heavy. But, you know, it's not through lack of trying. I think it makes me more angry than anything when people do that to you. Because I just think all of your life, actually, you've just been the sort of person that goes out the way to help other people step in. And, you know, Vibes. And, <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, and you, you're not. You, you don't make those kind of comments to people. No. And, and do you know what? You're the one person that... I'm not saying anyone can, but you expect people who, who, who maybe look pretty awesome to be able to maybe say those things. And that, that's that's wrong, but that's just the way of the world. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, people fire those criticisms at you. I generally think it's more a reflection of where they are with everything. Yeah, 100% kind of like, is. Bring that down, because you can't be that good looking. It's just not, it's just not fair. That's a matter of opinion. <laughs> no, but... I, I'm just. I, but I, thanks. But it always <laughs> baffled me at first that there's definitely things could, that could be say about said about me, but you got more grief than than I did. And yeah. similarly, I'll always remember, and I'm, we may mention this on a course before that you and I rocked up to a course, as in a training course to, to, right. to learn. Um, oh God, it was like calisthenics or something, body weight training. And somebody knew us and said, "Don't write these two offers to to kind of." I think they said something like dumb personal trainers or something despite their looks and I was just like God even that is judgmental you're just yeah, saying yeah. because it was almost like a backhanded compliment it was wasn't it, wasn't it? It's, I, oh I know these two I've seen them before on the court they know their stuff and I was like so and the part of that is me being blonde I think kind of gives you an image of that you know is she oh, right, a bit right. yeah yeah well, I am a bit dizzy at times yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, you are, to be fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and just like you, there was just no way you could be attractive and have actually, you know, anything of, anything, anything of worth any, to say. Any, Do you know any, what I mean? I, yeah, it was just funny. But I, was, I just thought, gosh, we've been judged there straight away. Yeah. And it just... But just to wind back to what we said at the very start of this book about what other people think of you is you collect up all this commentary and then you almost file it. And then whenever you meet someone new, it all gets like, you you bring it all out and it's like you lay it all out. In seconds, this is mm. happening in your head. You lay it all out and go, like for you, you might be going, they, if you went to a course, for example, you'd be going, they think I've got really skinny legs now. Do you know what I mean? You think that because that's what's been said in the past, yeah. you've basically recalled that file and just spread it all out. And we, I do the same. And somebody asked me on a, a talk that I was doing, how do you stop worrying about what other people think of you? And it is something I think that you just practice and practice and the more I spend time with people who don't give a stuff what I look like and we, we yeah. and, and I give the example of my best friend like we rock up and I don't even think what to wear when I see her we've known each other since we were 10 we've been through thick and thin yeah. together if I rock up covered in acne and greasy hair she doesn't even look twice like we no. just hug and we're so excited to see each other and they're like blah 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 you can't shut us up and I think I need more friendships and relationships like that in my life yeah. where I turn up and it, they don't I know they're not judging me because we've got that connection of like we just we just love being together and I've I found some real friendships like that in the, in the, and it's taken me a while to get there yeah. but in adult life I think it's quite hard it's hard making friends anyway as an adult but I've found more friendships like that and I notice that I care less and I turn up and and I can have greasy hair and they don't really yeah. I just I'm like they don't give a shit we just can't stop chattering away we love yeah. we love our time together but I read a book by Dolly Alderton called Everything I Know About Love, which a friend got me. There's a chapter in there that she has counselling and it's really good. It's one of the best chapters in the book where she talks through this whole year of counselling that she has where her counsellor pulls out that you've got to stop thinking that everyone's always thinking about you because if you think about it, it's, and she even turns it on her and says, it's quite arrogant. You think that everyone's just always thinking about you, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a funny thing to say. She was trying to get her to be like you know turn it on its head a little bit knowing that would work for her kind of personality type and it's funny because you'll sometimes look at me when we're in the kitchen and I'm pulling a face and you'll be like oh you think what I said was like a stupid idea then or are you clearly not impressed with what I'm wearing or when you've come down and I'm like no no you don't understand like I'm 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 planning tea. What, what are you going to So, you know, my face zones, <laughs> when my face zones out oh, right. and you go to me, oh, you clearly don't like my outfit then or something like that. Like you assume I've, I've don't like what you're wearing. Right. And actually I'm pulling that face because I'm planning tea in my head. Right. But what but, I'm saying is you assumed you knew what I was thinking. Do you see right, what I right. mean? So that's yeah, where I was going with but that. But you just, you was thinking about St. Kels entirely. And that's what I think most people are thinking about half the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah. We're so busy worrying about what, what everyone's saying, thinking yeah. about. But do you know what? Everyone's worried. Everyone else is busy worrying about what everyone else is thinking about. Well, not, not that I need Keris's approval to... <laughs> 
to, to decide what to wear, by the way. No, but sometimes you've come down and gone, does this outfit work? And sometimes I'm, I do I'm, say, like, you know, does this does this go? Or, you know, like, does, you know, or do I look a bit daft? And I'm basically... If I've, if I've tried to be a bit adventurous. Yeah. Like I am with my speedos at the moment. But even when you're talking sometimes, you'll say something and I don't realise you've run an idea behind me because my head's gone off yeah. wandering somewhere. But you assume... I'm, I'm used to it now. Like you'll assume you know what I'm thinking. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 you don't. But, that's but what that, we, that we, helped me think that... I have no idea what people are thinking, no. really. It's me. Well, it's like when you, you know, we've, we've said this before about people feeling self-conscious in the gym and they're, they're so worried about what other people are thinking, if they're doing it wrong, if they're doing it right. And it's like, no one honestly cares. No, most people they're, are busy. They're just focused on themselves. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that, that is in the reality. gyms, definitely, as well. <laughs> because you need it to fit the yeah. question. You need to kind of say, well, when you're in the gym, are you busy looking at everybody else's workout and their technique and and judging them like then chance are the answer is no it's like well guess what that's the same for them as well but But the stronger position is to not care isn't it yeah but that does take time i think and and i'm you know and I'm, i'm 34 nearly 35 and i'm i'm in that place now from a physical perspective do you see what i mean yeah like yeah i like you i like to look a certain way and there are sometimes i look at myself and i'm like oh you know i can make some improvements here and there and even with the whole legs thing, I know I am a bit top heavy, but it's not like I don't train my legs. I actually really enjoy training legs. Yeah, yeah. So it's not through lack of trying in that respect. And it's funny because one of my clients, um, when I trained her, one of her sons is nine. And, you know, they, you, you, they, they always say, don't you, you can always trust a kid to be honest with you. Yeah. And I was there one day in like shorts and vests and he was like, Matt, you're, you've got a really big upper body, but, but really small legs. <laughs> And I just laughed and um, and his mum, my client, was like, well, no, no, it's not that he's got small legs. You know, he's just very big in his upper body. So that's why I always yeah. joke. I'm like, no, the, my legs ain't skinny. They just look skinny in comparison. <laughs> to, <laughs> to see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I just laughed because I was a bit like, yeah, well, he's kind of right. You know, like my, my legs probably could do have been a little bit bigger, if you like, to be in proportion with my upper body. But now I'm just like... That, but this, this is where you also want to think about... Uh, and that's not me looking for someone to go, oh, no, mate, your legs no, are amazing. No. Do you see what I mean? Like, I'm but, genuinely in that place now where I'm like, you know, oh, slightly disproportion, disproportionate legs to my upper body. Like, for, it, first world problem. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But also, this is where we've lost sight of, like, why are we training in the first yeah. place? And I think what's always been so impressive about you is, despite your size, you can run a marathon, do some boxing. You do... You still, when we first met, you play basketball, you play football, you play rugby. You've got that that split of like power and endurance and that's what and everyone's always been in awe of that like you can throw yourself into anything and you've even said and part of the reason is my legs like aren't aren't, you know like when you see people who are a little bit more kind of power strength based a they're a lot smaller in height than you and then they'll tend to have kind of a a stockier leg but then put them in a basketball match and what you know probably not that helpful do you see what i mean whereas you your physique has allowed you this versatility of like i can do crossfit i can do this i can do that yeah i could do sports because i've got the and i've got the height for various different sports like basketball which you've loved and i think so you've been offered all of this amazing talent yet still sometimes your focus goes to this this one thing yeah yeah. you know but but that's not just you i think it's everybody out there is losing sight of and, and I think one of the things that really helps is to focus back on your kind of fitness side of things and, and be not again don't let that drive everything don't no, get no, that no. Like, that can get just as out of control as the kind of nutrition side of things but you know every now and then when you're kind of giving yourself a hard time stop and think about the fact that you didn't used to be able to run a mile and now you can and like yeah. actually kind of remember where you've come with all of this stuff and it's really interesting when I fell ill last year and I lost so much weight I literally had periods of not being able to eat anything and nausea and at that time I remember saying to you like I would give anything for this to go away and just be able to eat all the things that you know like as as in your diet in years you give up but I vividly remember walking to the doctor's one day and I couldn't walk up the hill. I was so weak towards the doctors and I've always been quite self-sufficient and I'll walk there, I'll bike there. Oh yeah, you know, I've loved my fitness. I've loved having that. Nothing phases me in that sense in terms of everyday fitness. And so that day when I couldn't walk up that hill without feeling like I had to hold onto the railing, I was like, I don't think I've ever been this weak in my entire life. And and I mean mentally and physically because it was really scaring me, the whole situation. But from that point onwards then, there were so many hospital visits and things like that where I was weighed a lot and so many comments from 
I think I've said this before, but doctors and nurses, even when they were taking blood, were going, God, look at you, you're so skinny, you're tiny, look at all your veins popping out. And I was like, this is not for your choice. I don't think you yeah. understand, like I can't yeah. eat. But equally around that phase, I got a lot of compliments off the back of that. And this is what I've said to you, is you drop weight, lose weight for very, yeah. for this, this was not a through choice. I got so much positive feedback. You look amazing, you look amazing. Mm. And, and like, you could, I kept seeing people give me the once over. And then my mum started this dialogue of like, constantly saying, yeah. you're underweight, you've lost too much weight. And I knew that as soon as I could get my health back and start eating again, I thought this is going to it's going to be hard to gain my weight back but I'm I'm definitely underweight here I, I could never sustain this I would never want to sustain this I'm weak I'm vulnerable I hate it I'm living on next to nothing but I know the process of gaining weight is going to feel quite hard yeah just because it always would the same course, for you yeah, yeah. And, and it's been really interesting because more or less but the time, this is a big issue that a lot of people have when they enter like a, 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 a bodybuilding competition yeah, yeah, or, or, a, or a bikini comp or go like, like 30 day diets, you yeah. know, and then get really to a point and then know they can't sustain get what they've shredded. done. Yeah, but no, they can't continue yeah. it. And mentally, because it's it's too much. But what was interesting is I go shopping with my mum just, just some days for something to do. And it was a weird one where anything you tried on all my life, you know, like most women, you talk to yourself a bit in the changing rooms, you know, yeah, certain yeah. things you can't wear. And like I kind of said, like, I've always had bum and, and thighs and stuff. So I've always been like, oh, can't wear the skinny, this, that, and the other jeans necessarily or certain styles. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, you can, ha you can wear anything, but I refused to buy anything. And my mum kept going, please let me treat you. You've been so ill. Let me treat you some clothes. And I said, no, because these will be like a sentence to me. Yeah. When, when, when I, yeah. Tired. And it will be yeah. that whole, and it will trigger, it will be a trigger for me. And I talked about knowing your triggers and I just said to my mum this will be a trigger for me going forward but what was interesting is when the nausea and stuff subsided and I got some amazing amazing kind of progress and was able to eat freely is it kind of coincided just before lockdown and in lockdown with us kind of doing the exercise and and you know other things have kind of fallen into place I haven't really even had chance to really think about what's going on with with my body mm -hmm. but I know I've gained back the weight just from I put my clothes on now and they fit normally yeah so and funnily enough and I can go and visit my mum and she's not commented anymore so I know I'm fine you know like yeah but it's I came away the other day and I was like I'm proud of myself for not relapsing in any way and thinking that I had to be a less of a weight yeah, yeah. than I already am and if anything probably keep going and go back to what I know is my comfortable I've got a comfortable weight I'm not going to share it because it's that people will think that's a weight that they yeah. need to be but everyone's different I have a everyone's weight that different. I can basically eat pizza normally drink alcohol when I haven't had gastritis and stuff but I can do all those things and my weight rarely shifts and I know that's my comfortable weight now and it's actually really similar to what my weight was as a teenager when I entered puberty and got my cycle which is what they do say is a usually a very kind of yeah. reflective of that and it might be more than you actually want as well and that's yeah, what yeah. someone else asked me that and said what if it's a 12 and I want to be a 10 but that might be where your body feels really comfortable and if that's yeah. an easier life for you then that's when some of the messages of body positivity I think are really helpful like start yeah. to embrace that a little bit more and but I suppose what's hard is like and, and we were talking about this the other day in terms of um other people's opinions isn't it interesting how if someone gives you a positive opinion you want to brush it off. Yeah, yeah. If someone gives you a negative, you absolutely zone in on that. You hold on to it. You carry it around with you. You can't get it out of your head. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I said that to you the other day, didn't I? When you was asking me about, you know, <laughs> you're like, am I getting too muscly? Mm -hmm. With muscly, <laughs> muscly. <Yeah. Because laughs> with with it, all this weight training. But just on that note, I've been have I've had that criticism in the past. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you, you were pretty jacked back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> But, but funny enough, like, I didn't notice it at the time. Then you look back at photos, you're like, blimey. <laughs> look at them traps. <laughs> and to be fair, I liked it. And then people made it a negative thing, which... Yeah, but I never noticed it. Like, no, I no, genuinely no. didn't. Because I, obviously I saw you every single day. But also, like, a big part of my attraction to you and still is to this day is, like, I love how hard you train. Like, there's just something very attractive, like seeing someone kind of digging deep and pushing themselves. And it's part of you and who you are, yeah, you yeah. know. And we've, we've spoke about this in the past. Like, I'm, I'm having banter now. I'm just joking about the whole traps thing. No, um, no, but, but and I was triggered by people commenting on social media saying you're getting you know loads of definition and things like that. terms that i suppose i wouldn't normally associate as like your chest looks really defined and i'm like yeah. this is like a 
It's additionally a male thing that yeah, would be, yeah. be impressive, isn't it? Whereas a female doesn't want a defined chest, necessarily. <laughs> or maybe, but... but um, Sorry, go on. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so you were saying, oh, yeah, I'm looking too muscly with all this weight training, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, no, like, not at all. You're like, you sure? You're like, you'd tell me, wouldn't you? And I was like, well, yeah, I would, but... The thing is, I said, and I said this to you, didn't I? Like, yeah. if I had turned around and gone, yeah, actually, you are looking a bit too muscly, like, you really, that really would have affected you. Yeah. But me turning around and saying, no, not at all, you look absolutely gorgeous, like, blah, 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 it's, it's almost like it just goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. And it's so, like, we're so quick to, it, it's the same with anything. Like, we've always said this, like, with reviews of our book online. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have predominantly five-star reviews on on for for our book and for like our podcast for example but then the odd one star or two star that's just a little bit i've had a few where and, we're, and, we're, and we're like whoa i've had God, a few where it's got they like, think that and we and, and then we end up talking about it we're like can you believe it oh my yeah, god yeah. like it feels like you've been punched some of them feel like they feel like you're being punched in the stomach but then when you get time to like internalize it yeah. we talk each other through it normally and say it's not it's not it's not reflective and I'll sometimes say to you because I'm completely aware I, we want constructive criticism of on every level and I'll sometimes say to you like be honest with me and, I, and we are quite honest with each other so that's really helpful but again just just going back to the kind of muscle side of things it's really interesting because as a female you're going to receive as a man I don't think you can ever be too muscly in terms of you're not going to receive criticisms for that but as a as a woman there's this fine line again where you're trying no, to stagger you, you can be too muscly though you can be too muscly like in that, you know, in in other people's eyes. See what as I mean? a man or as a woman? Yeah, yeah. I never forget, I never forget, years ago, I was walking up the hill back to my mum's on the way back from PT, obviously a long time ago, and there was two girls behind me. And um, <laughs> one of them, I could hear him. One of them were like, Four, like look at him. And then uh, the other went, nah, he's too muscly for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like that. And I, and I was listening, I smiled because I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Like, yeah, yeah. And, um, true, yeah, true. So, you know, it was, it was, not, it was a nice compliment yeah. from, from, yeah, the, yeah. from the foie. Yeah. <laughs> but to the other one, I was, I was too muscly. You know, it was... It's, it's I was going to say, what, what's it called? A shit sandwich, but it wasn't really because it was just a topless shit sandwich. <laughs> just good and bad. Was it an open sandwich? Yeah, open shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> But, but again, you know, that's a matter of opinion. Like, I don't think I'm, I'm too muscly. Attraction is so... It's such a funny one, though, isn't it? Because we're there trying to be... But again, what we're trying to do is is subscribe to these ideals and, and mimic these ideals mm. which have been presented through media. But I'll be the first to say, and we've said this on podcasts before, like as teenagers and whatever, when you have your first crushes, sometimes they look nothing... Sometimes we all fancied, like, you know, the, the pin-ups. But sometimes you fancy people, especially in, in your environment, and you, you couldn't even explain it. I remember being embarrassed about some of the, the crushes the, I had. But, but there is just... There's something there, right? Yeah. Like, and you, yeah. It's like chemical, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. But that's why they'd say, like, beauty is in now the beholder and things like that and I think but just going back to the kind of women and muscle thing I'm just it's harder again in some ways because you are kind of straddling this 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 delicate ground where it's like you can be criticized for being too muscly criticized for being too skinny mm. criticized for being overweight now criticized for talking about it all and <clears throat> I think gosh you know when you step back from it the, the, the main priority has to be for everybody is to find just your happy place with that whole yeah. thing. And maybe you absolutely love having muscle and that's that's flipping fantastic. What I say where I got to it all in that situation when I was building, 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 I was doing, I went from doing hypertrophy programs to body split. With, you were training <laughs> yeah. like a nutter. Let's, let's, but, I was let's also doing, but also I didn't have my nutrition sorted either no. and I was going into these cycles of being exhausted at the weekend <laughs> heading out and it was like all the food pizza chips beer mm. everything and and I just remember looking at myself and it wasn't even a muscle thing in the end it was like I just feel bloated and, and uncomfortable my stomach every, everything was kind of off and I remember vividly training with you one day and just seeing the reflection in the mirror and I just looked angry because I had like these like <laughs> massive Tom Hardy traps anyway but I remember just thinking everything is about like it's like one extreme to the other and then the weekend I'm like Rah, you know and and that's when I called time on it and went I need a break from all of it I'm, I'm just pushing myself too hard in yeah. every direction and then slowly and I've had phases of losing all my muscle and didn't mind that either because I was like I just my body doesn't want that tension right mm. now it wants to soften it wants to just relax but then I've all, always felt you know I like having and it was interesting because the relationship I was in before I met you and we were kind of going our separate ways and I just 
made a load of friends at the gym and started to first do resistance training having never done it in my life I was always yeah. a runner cyclist Cardio but queen. started to do like a little bit of um, some of the classes and started to learn press ups and it was about the first time I ever got a little bit of tone in my arms and I remember that being mentioned straight away as something that my partner didn't like at that time he was like I don't like how your body's changing I'm not a fan not a fan of the yeah. of the muscle look and all this and, and it kind of planted that seed but equally I'd met you and lots of other people who were saying, oh, it's really amazing to see you change. Yeah. Now you're doing actual like resistance training rather than just the cardio all the time. Yeah. And I think over time, what I've found is is that that place where I like having muscle now, I feel comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah. But I just, it's more about, for me, I don't want to go into this crazy place of tension over training. And then, like I said, just... But, but that's the thing, isn't it? And I think a big part of having some body confidence and and things like that is being able to go, like, I'm doing what I enjoy doing. Some people might not like how I look right now or whatever, but I think the most important thing is if what you're doing isn't having a negative impact on your health, just keep going. If it makes you happy and, and it's really, really hard, it is, it is hard to kind of get to that place. Um, Do you think a big part of it, though, is it's understanding that it's a journey and I think if you haven't got a knowledge of nutrition and a safe amount of exercise and by safe I mean like kind of safe for you where you haven't fallen into extremes you're not under or over training but you're not punishing yourself like you're you're starting to find things that you enjoy Mm. and that's what I mean about the kind of I've come to although I moan about it you and we're doing our lives on Facebook I enjoy resistance training I enjoy being strong I like the feeling of being strong I like I like that the confidence it gives me and I like the skills and the knowledge I love the process of learning full stop so I love the process of learning about body weight training or how to lift better and feeling that kind of self-improvement so that's an element that's kind of become stronger for me in terms of features features more in my choices rather than the, the body composition side of things but if you haven't got a basic knowledge of nutrition how to train why you train and what's a sensible amount I think you're always going to be vulnerable to being triggered back into, yeah. I've got to do a 30-day challenge, you know, and, yeah, oh, yeah. I've got to go low-carb, oh, I've got to drop this or that. You'll be so vulnerable if you don't go away and empower yourself and educate yourself. And that's why we keep trying to push the why in everything we've done, our books, our membership site, our videos, our podcast, push the why. Yeah. Because if you know why, you'll feel confident in yeah. going, no, no, no. And, and that's, I think, what what kind of... It's been the the absolute key for me over time was 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 knowledge without doubt. Oh, hundred percent. Like, and you know, it's. And I think everything you do needs to be as much about a feeling inside as it is the aesthetics of what people yeah, see yeah. <laughs> on the outside. And when you can actually get that balance to where they complement one another a bit better, I think that's when you're close to cracking it. Because don't get me wrong, like I'm not saying that every day I'm like, yes, I'm an absolute stud. You know, everything's fantastic. <laughs> G. You know, like I, I can look at myself and I'm like, do you know what? I, I know I've got a decent physique. I have done for many, many years. That might sound arrogant to some, but I've trained my ass off for a long, long time. Like I should hope I have got like, a decent physique. But there are still times when, again, I'm like, you know, I could, I could, I can improve this, I can improve that. I want to get a bit stronger. I want to get a bit faster. Like we always have these things that we want to do. But the reason why I enjoy these things, as much as there is that aesthetic goal, there's a much bigger focus on how it makes me feel. I love how I feel after a workout. Do you know what I mean? I love how I feel when I've lifted a little bit heavier. I love how I feel when I do a movement at a heavy weight that just feels really good. No niggles, no aches, no pains. Do do you see what I mean? And that to me is so rewarding. I can't even explain it. But don't you also feel the same about your food choices as well? Yeah, for sure. Rather than worrying and overthinking and that kind of thing. And like we've said many a time, you know, Mm. like we have our moments where we go a bit OTT on the treats and we binge a little bit. And other times it's much more structured and like I said I'll smash a tub of ice cream happy to do so no guilt I did it because I chose to do it type thing yeah but what I was going to say was is like we all have these different rewards and we all have these these different focuses and, and equally I'd be lying if I said like I don't clean my act up a little bit more when I know we're going on holiday yeah you know and I've, yeah. I've spoken about this on social media and shared a few things with that and because it's like but again, it's not just that I want to look a certain way on holiday. I want to feel a certain way on holiday. Yeah. So, and, and that's all it is. It's nothing negative. It's not me being insecure or anything like that. It's just me going, do you know what? I could clean my act up a little bit. I'm going to spend, 
you know, three weeks with my top off most of the time, I want to feel good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want to feel, I want to feel confident and, and this, that and the other. And, and again, that, that also looks different to different people. Do you know, like... It, well, there'll be some people that go, Matt, what are you on about? You look great. Like, yeah, just, just but crack it, on. Even, even people out there now, you know, you can have your comfortable, healthy size. That's what I'm saying about it. And it doesn't yeah. have to be the, 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 the image presented by the media. No. But try to be your healthy, comfy size when yeah. you are, you know. And so don't don't spend your holiday, you know, kind of wishing that, yeah. that it had been different in that sense. Or it just, I think it's so sad when you, you hear people say, you know, I hid, I hid the whole holiday. I didn't want to be in my bikini. Those types. Of, I missed yeah, out. Yeah. I didn't go to the beach. We've had these stories come back from members, and I just think it's heartbreaking. And oh, it's horrible. When but you but read equally, that. I will always say, I'm. I've never felt. I've never felt comfortable in a, in a bikini. As in, like I'm not. I just don't like. I don't know there's something about it that I think yeah. I feel very exposed in one but I, I I get to a point by the time I go on holiday where, where I'm, I think well I'm going to wear it because I love sunbathing and I will just feel good enough in myself yeah, you know yeah. to be able to do that but so I think there's a difference between kind of you know rocking the beach and going there you know like I feel like 100% now because I've done everything that you yeah. know I worked hard for this and I've done that in the past and then felt really confident but I've yeah. done some unhealthy things to get there whereas now I kind of just go I don't want to feel bloated or you know kind of I don't want to feel um, I don't know I suppose the last few holidays to be, to be honest I'm so grateful to get there <laughs> I'm just feeling like I'm just so glad to be on the beach on the holiday yeah yeah but yeah I think also I, I just try and read myself and know I'll always probably question oh you're going to put a bikini on you know how do you look what will people think that dialogue will always run through my head yeah. and as we just said I think this is quite, kind of an important point to, to kind of end on is that knowing that you've got these default modes, these conversations that go on and these thoughts that are always going to jump in, they come from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And what I would say is I've just got better at, over time at doing the right thing when they kick in. Yeah. So although there might be a little voice in my head that says, you shouldn't wear a bikini, you look, you know, this this isn't right, that's yeah. not right, you looked better last year, all these stupid things that you tell yourself. I put the bikini on anyway and I start to go, and I go to the beach and, and you know focus on enjoying my book. And before long, I've chatting with you and I've forgotten about it. Yeah. But knowing when I first put that on, yeah. it's quite empowering to know that your your little chat is going to start and mm. your bum's going. All my bum cheeks have always hung out of like I can never get the right size bikini, and you know. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. And then I think the same thing with food, where you have this little voice in your head that says you shouldn't eat that because you didn't do this and those types of things. Yeah, and you, then you, you, yeah, it's almost like. Oh, you didn't train today, so you can't have that. Yeah, or not even that, not even not training. Oh, like you ate too much at breakfast, you shouldn't have this, or are you sure you should yeah, have that yeah. many carbs? These are like diet in thoughts from years ago, or negative thoughts, you know, or things that plant, yeah. seeds that people planted. And so, understanding, I think over time, what I end up having is like a two things is like an element of neutrality with my body i don't think i'll ever go i freaking love it you know there's just yeah. always a list of things that i could say i'd like to change about it but how it affects me is less and less and less because of the things we've talked about being around the right people having the confidence sure. having the knowledge having the you know bigger things to bigger purpose bigger yeah. sense of of why i'm here and what i should be doing of course and then that final thing is is that i then do the right thing rather than going back to that habit that i would have done which would be like punish yourself do this go for the run eat less yeah. skip dinner i i don't know if it's an energy thing half the time i ain't got the energy to do that anymore yeah, yeah. like i really haven't but i haven't got the drive anymore i haven't got the because yeah. the drive was to usually do something drastic and extreme to please somebody else, impress somebody else, or control, yeah. or you know, and I found other ways of dealing with those but, emotions. Now. But it's almost like it's it, it's it's making health and fitness almost this negative thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, totally. and it shouldn't be that way at all. You know, your your workout should improve your mindset, should improve your well being, should add to your you know the quality of your living, as of course should your nutrition, but we go to that restriction, you know, we go to the extremes yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, and that's why I think it's, it, it's, it is difficult to have a positive relationship with training and nutrition. It takes time to achieve that. But you can, but, so just one more point, you can use the negatives, which I've learned over time of the extremes to motivate you in that when I think about a little voice saying, you know, you should eat less, shouldn't do that. I think about things like, 
I don't want to be vulnerable to osteoporosis when I'm older. No, no. I don't want to have joint problems. I don't want to deprive myself. I don't want to be anemic. You know, like all the things that usually come off the back of not having enough nutrition in you. Similarly, overweight, you know, you can start to motivate yourself. Well, I don't want to be at high risk of a yeah. chronic disease when I'm older. You know, I, I, and, so and that can motivate you back. And it's a good, that, that, it's a that, positive motivation. Of course it is, because that's you taking ownership of the situation yeah. and being like, this is what it is right now. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with not being happy with how you look or how you feel. Like, and I think what, I, I, as much as I love body positivity and self-love and all of those things, I think it's important that you're honest with yourself as well. And there's nothing wrong with going, Do you know what, I'm not happy with how I look and how I feel. But what I tell you what I do feel positive about is the fact that I've identified that and I'm now going to make changes to change that so I do feel better with how I look and how I feel and understanding that it is a journey and, and just taking ownership of that and, and knowing that one day you will feel better, you will feel healthier, you will have more energy, you'll have a better relationship with training, with nutrition and, and how you look at yourself, your opinion of yourself. So for me, it's like, you know what? Rock that bikini, rock that outfit, whatever it is, whatever shape, size you are, and just be proud of the fact that you're on a journey, you've taken ownership of the situation and you're making changes and it's happening. You're showing up each day. Some days it will come together. Other days it's going to be tough. There's going to be challenges and you're maybe going to feel like you've taken a few steps back. But we all go through that. We all go through that. It's, it's life. And I'm not going to get on my kind of like high almighty here because you know i haven't got it sussed by any means and and we have our struggles but over the years we've got better at dealing with 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 these obstacles that come our way the outcomes are different and i think also being authentic is the most important part of that journey like staying yeah. authentic so if you have your struggle you talk about it but equally you don't live the struggle and all only talk about it no. because that and I, I always remember leaving in a, a yoga class where I just adored the yoga teacher and she was so zen and we did our arms and things like that and I thought she was so beautiful and she was talking about self-love and nourishing your body and then as we came out she asked me a question about nutrition and she <laughs> Well, it was, she was like, I just hate myself at the moment. I'm just fat, fat, fat. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, a minute. We've you, just been through this whole like... Who was that in yeah, there? Exactly. Are you yeah, the same yeah. person? Yeah. Just be proud of yourself for, for making any changes right now and stepping up and you're taking ownership. That's what you're doing, essentially. You're, you're taking ownership and don't worry about where you're at right now. Just be like, right, what am I going to do going forward to change this? I've decided I'm not happy about it. I can change this. And don't make that all you talk about as well. No, because no, and, exactly. and same with friends. I think it's really important when we meet with friends, we try and change the dialogue a little bit more like, yeah. and, and lead that change yourself. Because if you meet up and all just start saying, oh, in lockdown, I did this, did that, and I had so much Prosecco. And do you know what? You're just reinforcing that kind of yeah. negative, negative. Of course, get it off your chest. Like I've met up with friends and gone, oh my God, I've been mainlining peanut butter. Like I can eat as much. Yeah. Okay, there's certain things I haven't eaten, I just, just mentioned. But do you know what? I've just, some days I've eaten when I'm not hungry. I did not need it. And I was just comfort eat, pure comfort hey. eat. Yeah, happens as everyone does <laughs> but i think it's but important it's like, that i don't just keep if you keep talking about that all the time it just becomes such a big feature in your life yeah. doesn't it it's like it's like just don't make a big deal about it yeah just get over it move on yeah it's like when people you know say oh you know i found that workout today so hard i had to quit halfway through and it's like no you didn't quit halfway through you know like you just made a decision to to stop because read, read be, your body because you were listening to your body and you know we have some days where we finish a workout and we're like bloody hell that was a real struggle today yeah but i'm like you know what you showed up that's the main thing you yeah, showed yeah. up you were here and you gave it your best shot on the day and that's what it's all about but that's a wrap folks good chat Karis. yeah i enjoyed it i did i did but and uh, i hope you guys did too more importantly <laughs> and uh, we will see you over in episode 149 hope, uh, hope you enjoyed the episode guys any questions as always reach out info at fitfood.com or catch us on social media and if you haven't done so already leave us a review we really appreciate it you know we, we can handle constructive criticism as well <laughs> you know, be, be honest and all that big love guys and we'll see you very soon bye bye